Hello everyone and welcome to the WDW Main Street Podcast. This podcast is being brought to you by Elite Vacation Homes. If you need a home in the Central Florida area to visit Walt Disney World, Universal Studios, SeaWorld, or any of the other attractions in Central Florida, contact Elite Vacation Homes at EliteVacationHomes.com. show is also being brought to you by David's Vacation Club Rentals. If you want to try any of the DVC resorts for really, really good prices, staying at the Boardwalk, Old Key West, Polly, Grand Floridian, Saratoga Springs, any of the DVC resorts, contact David's at DVCByRequest.com. Show is also being brought to you by Scooter Vacations. If you need a scooter for anything in the Central Florida area, contact our friends at Scooter Vacations at scootervacations.com. And last but not least, if you need to book a trip anywhere in the world, and especially Walt Disney World, contact me at American Tourist Travel, and we will help you out with all your travel needs. So that's it, guys. We're going to hop on the train and head on over to the pub. Your attention, please. The Walt Disney World Railroad, now boarding for a scenic trip around the Magic Kingdom. Board. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the WDW Main Street Podcast. I'm joined, as always, by my good buddy, John. Hey, John, pull up a stool. Woo! Hey, what's going on? Woohoo! Uh, not much. I'm just watching the the media preview for the Galactic Star Cruiser as we're recording right now, John. Yeah, I've seen some uh, postings about it, and it looks like they found every, uh, no offense to the people that are going, but every butt kisser they could find out there. Oh, 100%, John. <laughs> A hundred percent. There's not one, one podcast or one show that I've seen except for the Diz that it will say anything negative about the, yeah. the park. And I, I'm pretty sure everybody's going to love it. I mean, right now, yeah, because if you're going to go to it, you're a Star Wars fan, so you're going to be looking for it anyway. But I mean, and honestly, Doug, it's nothing that any of our our friends are going to ever be able to afford. So I mean, if you got the money, go for it. You know, have fun. But. Yeah. I'm actually watching them pull up with the bus at the front right now. They're being greeted. But some of the comments I heard was it was funny how you're paying $6,000 for two days for a father, daughter, and a child. It's $6,000 for three people is what it comes out to for two days. Plus, they'll probably still charge you for lightning lane, John. Yeah. If you want to go get a beer, it'll be fourteen fifty. Yes, <laughs> but one of the activities is the electric slide. Supposedly. <laughs> oh boy! Yeah. So some of the activities were pretty uh, sketchy to say the least. But yeah, I'm sure everybody that's gone to see it, they'll have nothing but the highest praise. I seen how they went to the first. They went over to Contemporary to. Uh, they had a meeting, like, the, you know, how they do D23. They had the seminar and all, and they gave them a luncheon or a dinner. Tell you what, the first course didn't look too good. They had this, like, caprese salad with tomatoes and stuff. It kind of looked like they left half the food off the plate. Like, it was that small of, an, of a dish. But well, I, you know, it's a, uh, a bouche instead of an appetizer, you know, moves on bouche. Yeah. Just a bite. Just a bite. But I will say, though, the next four, the the because the, i seen pictures of it all, because Jenna and Scott from that resort TV, they were on there. Uh, the, the salad was, 
A caprese salad with toy box tomatoes and fresh mozzarella with pesto, vinaigrette, and aged balsamic drizzle. I mean, I bet it was good, but it, lo it looked like nothing was there, dude. It literally looked like half the salad was missing. But the house-made crab cakes with a lemon aioli and shaved fennel and jacamba stew, it was called. They gave you three crab cakes, John. That was pretty damn good. Yeah, sounds good. Yeah, it was very good. And then they had, let me see, I sent myself a text so I'd remember the entree. They had a, a Guinness beer braised short rib and a seared, and seared French, French cut chicken breast with a Chardonnay and herb juice paired with a tri-colored potato with a Gruyere cheese with roast beets and a coolie and a, it's called a Ramasco. And I'll tell you what, the pictures of that looked out of this world. So they, they did feed them pretty well. I didn't hear anything after you said Guinness Bray short rib. I pretty much uh, bland, blanched out right when you said that. So. Yeah. Well, we went last night to dinner. I'll have to post it. We went to the boathouse, and my mother got this penny in short rib that really looked out of this world. It was you really went to the boathouse? You were in Orlando yesterday, and you didn't tell me? Yeah, we have a place here. Uh, uh, it's called the Lake House. I said the boathouse. Okay. I'm on doing yeah, the Disney yeah. podcast. We went to a place around the corner. It's not around the corner. It's like 20 minutes from here. It's called the Lake House. We went there for okay. dinner. And uh, Mom got this short rib with a penny pasta that was really good. Uh I got a filet mignon with a uh, with a parmesan mashed potatoes, which was out of this world. My wife got these jumbo shrimp stuffed with crab meat, and my sister-in-law got the crab cakes. We had a really nice meal. It's a for Brenda's birthday is coming up this week. It was one. It was her birthday dinner. I took the girls out to last night. We had a really good time. So happy birthday to my beautiful baby. So. Happy birthday! What is she now? 32, 33? Yeah, twenty-five, John. Okay, all right. Well, I was way wrong. Huh? She's gonna kick my butt now. Yeah, you're calling her an old lady, John. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what we all wouldn't give to go back to thirty-two, thirty-three, John. Oh, uh, I saw saw some kids getting on the bus at uh, uh, Hollywood Studios going back to uh, 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 All Stars, my last run, and there were a bunch of high school kids down there just doing what high school kids do, goofing around and stuff like that. And I was, man, wouldn't it be great to be that age and just run into the pool after freaking a day in the park right now? Yeah, that'd be pretty sweet, wouldn't it? Yep, our parents always said, if we only knew then what we knew now, <laughs> we could all be rich and happy, you know what I mean? Yeah, it ain't that the truth, and it never works. I mean, I told my son the same thing. You think it worked on him? No. No, listen, if you're in your early 20s, late teens, early 20s, go grab yourself four or five adults, ask them exactly what you should do, and listen to it. <laughs> Don't think you know more than everybody else, because that's what we all do. And we're all stupid, most of us. Am I wrong, John? Go find yeah, out yeah. what you should be doing and do do what they tell you because we've already made all the stupid mistakes. Learn from us. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, you can try. It doesn't work. No, it, it just doesn't work. You could probably talk to JJ till he's blue in the face and he don't want to listen to you, does he? Uh, I mean, he's, he's he's mostly listened to it, but it, there's some things that just don't get through to him. But No, yeah. it'll get through to him in 25 years, John. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. But, well, right at this point, he's already, you know, when he was like nine or 10, I tried to convince him. I said, look, you're not going to be a big, tall, strong kid or a big, tall, bucky kid. We're just not in our gene pool. Yeah. But what I could do is get you out here every day. We can get that leg super strong and you can kick that field goal and yes. uh, make a make a career or a, at least get a scholarship, you know, to a college. Yeah. So let's go practice. Let's go practice. And uh, 
Uh, and of course, uh, mom talked me out of that at some point. And then, you know, he told me about four years ago, what happened to that great idea of me being a professional? <laughs> <laughs> Go, play well, your mother. Go talk to <laughs> yeah, mom about, about that, that one. Didn't yeah. turn out, did it? Nah, but. Nah, anyhow, they don't want to hear, but I what we wouldn't give to go back. But now we had a great birthday time. We had a great time. The food was great. The atmosphere was great. It was what's nice about this restaurant, too. It's so big that you you got your privacy. There's not tables like all on top of you. You can really just chill, have have conversation with not worrying about the next table here and everything you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. I always like that. It's it's nice to to uh, feel a little secluded every once in a while with just your party. Yeah, service was good, atmosphere was good, company was good. We had a really, really good time last night. So, and then we had a good time this week, too. My Philadelphia 76ers got the beard, and it's nice to have another all-star on the team, John, that actually wants to play. Yeah, are you uh, are you bemoaning the loss of Ben Simmons, or are you okay with it? I, guess. I think you're okay with it. Dude, I danced all the way down the street and back. We got rid of him. <laughs> and I was the biggest supporter of him. But he went from me being the biggest supporter to me thinking he's an athletic supporter, all in <laughs> all in about six months' time, and and the guy gets traded. He's twenty five years old and he's not ready to play yet, John, because he plays here March tenth and he's too big of a sissy to play here on March tenth. So he's going to pretend he's still not physically in shape. He's twenty five years old, John. I used to play work all day long. I'd walk on stilts for eight hours and go play basketball every night of the week at 25 years old, John. And this guy's saying he's been sitting home for six months and he's not physically in shape to play yet. What a bum. What a bum. Uh, uh, must be must be a great gig if you can get it. Yeah. But the 32-year-old that came to us was ready to play a couple games later. You follow me? Yeah. Now, he's just a chicken... Blankety blank blank blank, and he won't play till all of a sudden it'll be miraculous. He'll be out of play after the ten. Okay. So, yeah, that that's where we're at with him. I'm looking forward to it because we played the Nets on March 10th, and he's going to be a no show here at home. Tickets are selling for like uh, 2,500 hours a seat to boo him. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so. What Philadelphia fans actually boo somebody? No, yeah. no, really. You guys, I mean, you're the sister, you're the the city of brotherly love and everything. I mean, yes. come on. We are a bunch of booing bums, but it's overblown. Santa Claus was drunk that day. He deserved <laughs> what he got. Trust me. They, they leave the half the story out, like most reporters do on television. They only tell you the part that they want to make all their money off of. You follow me? Santa yeah. got a, Santa got what he got that day because he was hammered and doing crazy stuff, and he got what he deserved. Don't come to Philly and act a fool because you're gonna get it. But nah, we got great fans though. You want to know something? Unlike those cowboy bombs and half the other stadiums across the NFL, like Los Angeles, those frauds. Our stadium's full. Lincoln Financial Field is sold out regardless of how good or bad the team is. All of our sporting events are. We're not a fraud town. You, know, we show you tell up. them. We show up. But anywho, yeah, they're still going through this Star Wars Galactic Cruiser. I'm watching a... I'll tell you what, a lot of the food really looks good, John. Well, all right. Yeah, they're going on to show you what's going to be available there. It really does look good. The theming looks great. They did do a nice job, which... Disney always does. We I got yeah, we always have to give them that. When they build something, they do make it nice. So, they did a great job. 
So when we get that extra six grand, John, you think you're going to go? There's probably a lot of other things I could do with six grand rather than go there. But, uh, you know, maybe I'll win a trip on something. So yeah, could happen, I suppose. Well, hopefully, but I was sad that we weren't there, John, but I don't think we're ever going to get press passes unless we start kissing some series behind, and I don't ever see that happening, do you? Well, with me being a cast member and you uh, being uh, the way you are, I don't think it's going to happen, Doug, so it is what it is. What are we going to do? Well, somebody has to tell how we feel and not, you know, we're, we're never, we, we, we 100% believe if Disney was a political party, we would be on that side, we'd be signed up for it, but... We would call them out. We're not going to just drink the Kool-Aid, if you follow me. <laughs> yeah, we're disney Crats, but we don't drink the Kool-Aid. Okay. So, uh, Mickey's Magical Friendship Fair, a castle show, debuts at the Magic Kingdom. I'm, I'm, it's Everything seems to be, the pandemic's over and everything's back, it seems like, Tony John. Just about. Uh, everything's back to almost normal, except for we're still wearing masks on buses monorails and uh uh skyway other than that everything is back to normal well that's the only place you can get it john if you're if you're standing in the queue inside the haunted mansion on the way in everybody face to face you cannot get it the bus is where it's spread and on the monorail john you do know this no. right the yeah. hallway if you're, in the, the, if you're on the bus sitting in the back seat with you and yourself you and your wife and and uh, me, apparently, uh, we're going to spread it amongst each other. Absolutely. Uh, Soren, that hallway at Soren, it, it, it don't go there. Just like, for some reason, dude, if we if if this whole country just ate every minute of the day, just sucked, ate, chewed gum, COVID wouldn't have came. Apparently, if your mouth's moving, uh, and I don't know how I got it twice, because my mouth never stops. <laughs> Maybe you didn't have enough food in it. You were yeah. just talking too much. Yeah, I was gapping too much. But no, they have a. It's just weird though. They got a Olaf, and they got the princesses and everything else. Uh, Frozen. They got Frozen's part of it. Looks like Pocahontas is a part of it. They. It's a whole mashup, John. This new show. All right. Well, a little bit of everything then. Yeah. Let me see here. It says Castle shows are back at the Magic Kingdom with the debut of the Mickey's Magical Friendship Fair. And it's showing all the different act. The new show features scenes from Mickey's Royal Friendship Fair and will be plus with an all-original song where the magic feels like home. And it has all the Frozen characters in it too, John, and Mickey and Minnie Mouse. So I know the kids will love it. The show times are 12.15, 1.30, 2.45, and 6.10. So there's five showings during the day. So, I'm not... oh yeah, the, you know, you know, uh, it's good to see the live shows and stuff like that come back. But I, I still don't think they're doing real meet and greets yet, where you know uh, your kid can hug Mickey and that type of stuff. So I, I, don't, I still don't think they're doing that. I still think they have, which but doesn't make any sense. I mean, why social distance against somebody in a ginormous suit? But hey, whatever. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> apparently, <laughs> apparently that cloth mask that you're wearing is 10 times more protective than that thick suit that's on this person's yeah. head. Yeah, I don't know. I, I guess that maybe they're thinking uh, that, you know, originally it kind of, I guess it kind of made sense when they were going with contact where, you know, if somebody coughed into Mickey and then somebody put their hand where they coughed or something, but uh, I, 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 whatever. So. 
No, it the, the, this the rules and the guidelines are just I don't know crazy to me. It's all over the place. There's no definite set in stone way to go with anything. So the things that you think that you would have to protect yourself from, you don't. And the things you don't, you think you wouldn't, you do. I don't know. All I know is become a movie star. If you're not, if you're an athlete or a superstar, you don't need to wear a mask. COVID does not affect you. Apparently, we learned that at the Very Super well. Bowl. Star Wars Galactic Star Star Cruiser debuts March 1st, 2022, offering a first look of its kind, first of its kind two-night, two-day experience aboard the Halcyon, H-A-L-C-Y-O-N, Halcyon, Halcyon, Halcyon. Okay, I got it right the first time. Here in the rundown of the experience offers a guide to everything on board for a quick overview. It says watch the video. I'm not watching the video. The adventure begins when the guests arrive at the Galactic Star Cruiser Terminal near Disney's, near Disney's Hollywood Studios and check in for their two-night experience. And it shows everybody getting off. Guests entering the launch pod to begin the star tour throughout the viewports. They will see their world fall away as they jump into hyperspace and draw closer to the Helicon Star Cruiser. When the launch pod docks and the airlocks open, guests step into the ship's main deck at Atrium. Uh, we're going down. It's showing all kind of... Uh, it kind of looks like the uh, new restaurant over at Epcot with the video screens and all. Space 220. Uh, do don't you, you don't you wonder where the smoking section is? <laughs> there's gonna be like you know, there's gonna be that one guy who has to get that cigarette or cigar. I mean, where's he gonna go? Because this is all enclosed, as far as I can tell. So. Or has to vape. <laughs> Learning the ancient ways of the lightsaber and facing off against training remote, where guests may discover their own connection with the Force, just like Luke Skywalker once did. Visiting the Star Cruiser's bridge to learn about the systems and how to operate them, including weapons and shields, skills that may come in handy during the journey through the adventure-filled galaxy, playing holosopic in a ship sublight lounge where guests try their luck against other passengers in a game of skill, strategy, and chance. That sounds like fun. I want to go play a board game while I'm in here. But that's pretty cool if everything raises out the way it did on the ship, John. Yeah, yeah, that would be nice, right? That would be fun. I, I think you'd like to beat JJ at that. Passenger cabins feature a viewport out to space that continuously changes throughout the journey. Other touches include sleeping sleeping berths, reminiscent of those seen on other famous Star Wars ships, such as the Millennium Falcon. Uh, the room, you know, we've all seen the rooms already. The Helicyon Star Cruiser design draws inspiration directly from Star Wars Universe, including Dryden Voss' first light yacht and Leah, or I can't even announce this, Leia's, or Leia's, Leia's Organa's tentative four starship with a bit of Imperial era mixed in. Guests can explore the Star Cruiser and per perhaps discover hidden spaces perfect, perfect for uncovering secrets and holding Clan Clanenstein meanings. Uh, visit to the Helicyon Star Cruiser invites guests into a two-night interactive story. So there's all kind of things going on. It shows everybody else dressed up. There's all kind of cast interactions and stuff like that. I mean, 
if you had the extra 6,000, they show a lot of the food here, which looks very uh, futuristic, John. They have smoked cheese and bread reminiscent of the molten planet Mustafar, blue shrimp from the dense jungle of Felucia, and beef and seafood native of the Wookiee homeland of Kashak. So, Kashyyyk. Kash Kashyyyk. Kashyyyk. I say Kashak. And then they have all these different merchandise glasses you can buy on the Star Cruiser and you could buy droids oh, wow. and do, everything do they, else. Do they take them? They take you United States Earth money there? Yeah, you do. They probably only want credit card there, John. <laughs> uh, what else do we have here, buddy? Star Wars. All right, well, go ahead. Well, since we're in Star Wars here, Doug, after Luke's uh, speeder bike broke down on Endor, how did he get around the planet? I don't remember. How did he? He walked. He walked. <laughs> but um, that's one of your bus jokes, huh? But a bump, bump, yeah. On the yeah. way to Hollywood Studios. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser fra phrases that you need to know: Resistance, a small secretive private military force found by the Rebel Alliance, Hero Leia Organa to thwart the thwarts the First Order. First Order, remnants of the Galactic Empire rising. Again, to rule through force and fear. Arabesh, or is it Arabesh? The written, that one I'm not sure. The written language of the Star Wars galaxy, birth in room bunk beds, the force, the mystical energy field generated by the life forms. Hollow columns, floor to ceiling displays that atrium features hollow projection images. You know, it's the Jedi Order, a noble group of protectors unified by the ability to tap into power of the Force. We know what the lightsaber is. It's a preferred weapon. And then the Outer Rim. So, be prepared. They have about 20 more, John. I'm not going to read them all. If you're geeky enough to go stay there, you're going to know all these. So. Yeah, I would think so. I, I would think you're going to have a private study guide before you... Before you spend that much money on something you don't have a clue about. But you know what? People spend freaking $10,000 on a Disney trip and then don't know that there's four different parks. There's a woman there today at Hollywood Studios had no idea how to get to the Magic Kingdom. And why is the, why is the castle not here? What? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay. Uh, God bless you, Johnny. God bless you. Yeah, yeah. God bless you. Yeah, well, like I said, my aunt calls the Magic Kingdom Disney. Oh, where? How do we get to Disney World? You're, uh, sweetheart, you're at Disney World. This is all Disney World. Well, no, no, the place with the castle. Oh, all right. It's called the Magic Kingdom, sweet lady. <laughs> uh. That's the best thing about uh, people from the South, Doug. You can tell somebody to kind of uh, uh, f off without saying, <laughs> "Bless your heart." <laughs> yeah, well, that, yeah, I know you. It's that called yeah. that Southern smile. Yep. yep. Not Bless all of them. Heart. But I hear you. At least up here, you know what you know. <laughs> uh, Lightning Lane announcement. Disney has announced plans to modify its Genie Plus offering at Walt Disney World effective February 25th, which was two days ago. Uh, between February 25th and August 2nd, Mickey, Minnie, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railroad, Frozen Ever After, and Space Mountain will be included via Disney Genie Plus service and will not be included as individual lightning lane selections that's weird 
With the changes through August 2nd, only Remy's Ratatouille Adventure, Seven Dwarfs Mine Train, Rise of the Resistance, and Avatar Flight of Passage will be available as individual Lightning Lane purchases. However, it is likely that Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind will be offered as an individual Lightning Lane selection. If I could go to the casino and bet on that, I would bet my house, my car, my truck, everything I have in my 401 and my annuity that that will be part of Lightning Lane. Wouldn't you, John? I'm pretty sure that's a safe bet. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you might have a, a better chance of uh, of uh, with the Flyers uh, winning the Stanley Cup this year of that not coming true. So. Yeah, I don't think the Flyers will ever win the Stanley Cup again. Uh, that bad, huh? This is the first time Disney Disney has moved individual Lightning Lane selection to Genie Plus in December 21. 2021 through early January 22, Expedition Evers, Legend of the Forbidden Mountain, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railroad, Frozen Ever After, Space Mountain moved to Disney Genie Plus service and are not available at individual Lightning Lane selections. So, uh, I say we get rid of it all together, but Disney, Disney Genie Plus option within Disney's Genie services that makes the former FastPass line available at select attraction now called Lightning Lane at Walt Disney World introductory price of $15 per ticket. Certain headline attractions are not part of Genie Plus and Lightning Lane Access and those attractions require an individual attraction purchase which varies in price. I mean I'm just so sick of it John of the extra price. I really am. Well you know what that, that's saying is that those ones that they put just back on the Genie Plus were not getting enough uh, there wasn't enough people paying Lightning Lane prices for yeah, them. So, thank God. Yeah, so Hopefully gonna, they yeah, all come off. Yeah. So they're going to put it back on the Genie Plus with the uh, anticipation that maybe more people will buy the Genie Plus now since that's yeah. actually going to be a part of it. Although mm -hmm. I've heard people, I've heard, I, I don't know, It's a, I get a mixed uh, bag of, of responses to it. I've, I've heard several people that uh, enjoy it, use it, and uh, have got a great time out of it. And then I had uh, at least one couple cut on and said they got up at 7 o'clock to make their reservations and there was nothing available until 12. And then after that, it was there was pretty much nothing available for the rest of the day. So I don't know. It's a, I get a lot of different responses on the, what people think of it. So I know nobody's uh, ecstatic with it. I mean, no. you're, you're getting charged for something that for the longest time, for how many years? 20 years? Fast Pass has been free ever since Fast Pass came around. Yeah, well... And, I'm waiting for them to do what the the next thing they'll do is what football teams have done. They should have personal park license, like they do with the personal seat license. You gotta pay five hundred dollars just to have the right to purchase a, a, an annual pass. That's what they do with these seat licenses in uh, the stadiums when they charge these people the personal seat license. You have to have the personal seat license to have be able to buy season tickets, John. Well, in a certain way, they in a certain way they kind of do that. Does some of these things because, uh, like when they have the D twenty three and stuff. If you want to get in early to have a chance just to do what to buy merchandise, then you have to pay a extra fee just to get in early to buy merchandise. Yeah. So, in a certain way, they already do it. So. Yeah. It it just shocks me. Like I have so many people I work with that own DVC and have Disney, and. The one plumber I work with right now, him and his family have had DVC for 20, because his, his wife's parents had him. He's younger than me. And he was going to me, he goes, I love and hate the place. I said, welcome to my world. 
I love it with all my heart. He's like me. He's totally addicted. And we were both saying the same thing. If we just started going now, there's no way I would have the addiction that, that I do did have. There's no way. John, do you think if you just started going now and not as a kid and had all the 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 all the memories of the place, do you think you would have the same feelings with the way it is right now? It wasn't even me going as a kid. I went as a kid several times, but no, I mean, my best time was you probably and the same time. Yeah, well, and, me, and Lisa. Lisa, and then and then when JJ came along. So that first 10 years from 96 yeah. to 2006, that's the fond, fond, great memories. And when we first got DVC, even up to 2012, probably up until the last two or three trips have all been great. But yeah, I mean, yeah. It, it would be really hard to talk all of us into that type of money, especially living here in central florida there's a lot of other stuff to do honestly yeah. i mean there's a, a whole other team park world there's uh sea world there's the beaches there's saint augustine right up the way so yeah it would be hard pressed to i mean if i if i didn't have this blood going through my veins already it would be a hard way to start so yeah what kills me is things like this morning i woke up you know how your phone will do the memories yeah, mine was all of Riverside, all the pictures I've taken around Riverside and on vacation there, and it's like, dude, that's like my heaven if you follow me. It was uh, the first picture was one of those early morning pictures with the sun just coming up, with Old Man's Island, and then uh, the mill across the water, and then the whole main house. You know what I'm saying? It was like just gorgeous. So, do you hear Presley going nuts? Yeah, I hear him. You do Sounds hear him. Like it. A little bit. He's yeah. rather excited about something. Somebody's delivering something at the door, so he's going nuts. He's protecting the pub right now. Okay. All right. But I thought, yeah. well, hopefully it's not the beer guy with the new keg because that needs to come in. So now it's, it, back off. it's probably the Amazon with the geeky guys. Uh, my wife surprised me because I'm a big, big Gran Turismo fan. That's one of my hobbies playing Gran Turismo racing game. And for years, I've been wanting to get a wheel and a simulator and all for it, John. And I had it in the cart on Amazon, and she plucked it and bought it for me. So the wheel already came a few days ago. Uh, the real racing wheel and all that, and the pedals, the whole nine yards. And now the cockpit came today. I think that's what that is delivered out there. So I'm all excited about it. And he uh, just I know what you're doing tonight. Yeah, well... The sad part is, is I got to put it all together, and I don't know if I'm going to... The new game, the Gran Turismo 7, I mean, the newest one gets dropped this Friday on the 4th. So, I I have this week... I'll be tempted to put it together, but I don't know if after we're done this show, if I want to open up a box with this much money to try to start putting it together, if that makes sense to you. But... I don't know. It sounds like it'd be pretty fun. Yeah, it would be. But it's it's it's. I've had a wheel before that was more on the game side. It wasn't the simulator side. This is like the real thing. It's all belt driven and stuff like that, John. It's like real high end stuff. So I'm looking forward to it. I enjoy getting online and and building those cars. So I think that's what it was. My seat has, the cockpit has arrived. All right. Oh, so Presley, hopefully Presley didn't chase him away. Uh, <laughs> new steel structures emerge on the roof of Gar uh, Connections Cafe and Guest Relations in Epcot. I cannot wait for the front of Future World to be finished, John. It's already on my nerves, and I, I don't. I think it's going to be another year, don't you? Yeah, probably. I don't even. I don't. I haven't even walked into Epcot in a while because I hate it so much that that front. I mean, uh, everything up to Spaceship 
Earth is is done, and it's really, really pretty. I walked past there the other night, actually. Um, I had a later shift. I had Eastgate, which is the cash shuttle backstage, and uh, I walked past it when it was, it was dark. The spaceship Earth was lit up. The fountain was going right in front of it. And so the, all of that is gorgeous. So it's a nice way maybe to leave at night. But, man, if you came in at 11 o'clock and you're trying to walk back to World Showcase that way, you're going to roast in them cattle pens. Yeah, those cattle, I mean, their cattle uh, fencing is like, a, it's just a pain in the butt. Because people are idiots, which we know this. Like, we are in America. You know, stay on the right. Let people stay on the left. Like, don't you hate the idiot that has to walk in the traffic? Has to. I mean, and it's constantly. Yeah, it's like constantly. They can't wait. They go around. They butt in front of you. It's just like the idiot on the road that I hate. That Don't you hate when you're going down, like, say, a one-lane highway each way? And say, like, the mail truck's on the left-hand side, and you're both coming equally. And and the jerk on the left-hand side that has the mail truck, he thinks it's his right away to go into your lane and cut you off when they're parked on his side. Don't that drive you nuts? Oh, just one of many things that drive me nuts to drive Yeah, it's just like, uh, but that's the same thing. People, they'll walk the opposite way. I don't understand how you don't realize. Like, even around World Showcase, it, when it's really crowded, you'll get an outer and an inner rim of one way and the other way. You'll get circulation going. But you always have to have the four or five people that want to go the opposite way through the crowd. And then, of course, the exact opposite is, of course, the people that walk really slow five five widths across oh, yeah. having their conversation and then they'll stop and pull out their map and look at it right in the, in the middle of the pathway so oh yeah yeah and there's and there's a happy medium in there somewhere in between the two you know yeah i hate the moron that stands looking at his phone in the doorway <laughs> literally stops another two foot he's either in the store or outside but he has to stand he or she has to stand right in the doorway yeah uh new steel isn't isn't yet complete, but adds some significant height to the former intervention's east area, which is being visible from the Epcot parking lot. I will say, night the par- from the parking lot at night, Spaceship Earth looks absolutely gorgeous with the lights. I love the new colors on the light. I will say that. I prefer the new lighting on Spaceship Earth to just the white lights. I like it when it changes colors. Do you agree? Oh, yeah. It's, it's, it's really pretty. Yeah, and I've had a chance to see quite a bit of it between my morning shifts and my late shifts and uh, yeah i see a lot of it so it's it's very very pretty and the new area is expected to become the new home of starbucks guest relations and previously announced cafe connection connection which is expected to open by this summer which my baby's going to be very excited about the starbucks the new starbucks opening even though we did kind of like the old one i thought the old one was nice there yeah, I didn't. I didn't have a problem with the old one. I don't have a problem with the one that's the temporary one that's there now. So I don't. I don't know anywhere I can get Lisa's, you know, fourteen dollar coffee drink. I guess it'll be okay. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, I hope when they open the new one, they even leave that old one open as a small kiosk area because it could use too. Because that place, every one of them are packed all day long. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, and I mean, I like coffee, but I, I just like coffee. I, I'm not one of these uh, foo-foo drinkers. So <laughs> I don't get the appeal of it. So. Hey, listen, don't pick on me. <laughs> I like my vanilla frappuccino when it's cold. <laughs> I, it's like a nice milkshake. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I just like a cup of black coffee. No, it's well, I get that in the afternoon, John. It's cold. It's like a milkshake. 
I enjoy your vanilla frappuccino. Don't don't judge me, John. <laughs> I'm a Navy guy, man. And we drank it by the gallon, and it was just solid black. You know, that stuff would recirculate in the urns on the ship, and you by the time in the evening you could use it to clean freaking uh, the stairs. It would dissolve stuff. Yeah. <laughs> it was pretty rough. Uh, this is good news too. Frozen meet and greet moves back inside to Royal Summerhouse. So yeah, Summerhouse. that's good. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, they have that, that whole beautifully themed area there. It's nice to get them back where they're supposed to be. Yeah, so. plus it takes it'll break up the crowds around World Showcase. You know what I mean? Get people out of the way. Yep, yep, and they're still incredibly popular. I mean, not as much as they were what five, six years ago, but they're still very popular. So. Yeah, it says since returning to Norway Pavilion last year, Anna and Elsa met guests outside in front of Royal Summer House. Which was annoying because it blocked the entrance into Frozen ever after. You know what I'm saying? It just made a big congestion. Like, like, it made more congestion than I think if they just let people inside. <laughs> yes. Yep. Yep. Uh, starting this past weekend, the Frozen sisters are back indoors, but still will be physically distancing and non-contact protocol. If you can't get a hug by Anna and Elsa, what the hell's the sense of it, in my opinion? I know. I mean, you, you get a little girl who's so excited for that, or you get a little boy who's so excited to see Mickey Mouse. I mean, come on. When are we going to get past all this? I mean, it's it's everywhere else. I don't know. Give them a pretzel to eat on while they're there. Maybe it'll be okay. Yes. So. Just give them a bite to eat, both ca the character yeah. and them, and they'll be fine. The dragon will be blowing smoke again and fire on Main Street, John. Disney's Festival of the Fantasy Performance Times available for return at the Magic Kingdom Daily Parade. That is good news, too. Yeah, it is. Because that fire-breathing dragon is cool as hell. Yeah, I like the whole steampunk thing. It kind of fits in with the Edison, the way the Edison looks, the yeah. restaurant, you know, the whole yeah. steampunk thing. And that dragon is definitely full of steam, <laughs> steampunkness, so... I mean, it starts March 9th in departures from the normal 3 p.m. time slot. In the first week, the parade will take place twice each at 11.30 a.m. and 2.30 p.m. for March 9th through 12th, moving to its traditional time, 12 p.m. and 3 p.m. for March 13th and onward. The only thing I wish, I wish it was at night. I think the fire would be cooler. Yeah, that'd look pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, I think during the day kind of, takes away the uh the like i think it would be more intensive was at nighttime it'd be scary uh a look at the shard drill collection merchandise or shard drilla shandrilla collection merchandise aboard star wars galactic star cruiser they have a bunch of jewelry dude they're gonna and i don't even want to know the prices of it i'm afraid to even look john Star Wars jewelry, yeah, yeah, I can see it being very expensive. What do you think? Yeah, it'll be two Wookies and a, and a, and an Ewok, John. Oh, you know, I mean, the the bounty hunters did hunt Wookies for their pelts, so I guess that would be. I guess you would be using currency of some sort. Yeah, so. there's no prices in here. There's all kind of clothing and lightsabers and droids you can buy the droid looks really cool he's like blue he's like r2d2 but uh he's blue he really looks cool but for some reason john there's absolutely no pricing here i <laughs> I, I guess disney was afraid to even tell him what the pricing is john 
And that's kind of like when you go to that restaurant, you sit down, there's no prices on the menu, then you go, yes, there's no prices, I probably can't afford to eat here. (laughs) That's the way it was for the crab cakes last night. My sister (laughs) wanted are you sure? I I'm a, I don't want to. I said, get whatever you want. I said, that ain't going to make or break the. We, we shouldn't be here if I can't afford market price. <laughs> yeah, market price is always a little nerve wracking, though. Yeah, it, <laughs> it is. Really but depends. The woman gets crab cakes wherever we go. It's like her thing. I wasn't going to tell her now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yep. But I appreciate her asking me, but I wasn't afraid. It was like, uh, even <laughs> what am I going to do? Yeah. Uh, exactly. Well, well, you're gonna feel bad if you don't. If it, well, you're gonna say yeah. no. I mean, come on. So. Yeah. But Walt Disney World Chief Corporate Affairs Officer unintentionally announces opening date for Epcot's Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind. It's 2029, John. <laughs> uh, let me see where it says where it was. A it will open on Memorial Day 2022. What a day! To open it, John. Could you pick a more crowded day? Fourth uh, of July. But other than that, that's about it. Yeah. Well, Chapik's an idiot, dude. And so is Morella. But anyway, yeah, that's opening then. New concept art revealed. The loading area at Guardians of the Galaxy. I actually seen pictures and videos of the cast members in like corporate bigwigs saying they were riding it, John. They did some test rides on it and how great it was. I saw, uh, let's see, that day I did uh, uh, East Eastgate, uh, you drive underneath. I mean, most of it, you're driving underneath the building of uh, Guardians of the Galaxy because that place is so friggin' huge. One of the biggest buildings uh, I've seen. Other than the, uh, obviously, the assembly building over NASA to build a space shuttle. But, uh, yeah, this is a big, ginormous building. You drive underneath it. Eastgate. It's like a was... double-decker target. Oh, it's huge. But uh, there was uh, several cast members in um, some kind of attire with uh, they had safety glasses on. They had uh, um, so still construction type stuff, but they weren't construction workers, if you can follow what I'm trying to say. Yeah, you could definitely tell they were not construction workers, but they were inside the building uh, doing something there. So they're probably formatting the load, unload and all that type of stuff. So. It looks like they're uh, definitely working that way towards getting it finally open. There's so. there's nothing I love more, John. Nothing I love more. We're doing a hospital or a casino or one of them, and all the corporate bigwigs come in. And the men are dry. They walk in. They all have a hard hat on. They're in a three-piece yep. suit with their loafers on. And you got the women in their skirts with with, uh, with heels on, and they're wearing a hard hat. Like, you... First of all, you shouldn't. You should have boots on. You shouldn't be walking through my building in a skirt either under a construction site. If you really, if you feel it's necessary to wear a hard hat, you should be dressed appropriately for the rest of it. Am I wrong? You're absolutely right. I always get a kick out of it when they first show up and they and somebody grabs the shovel and does that first shovel full of dirt. Yeah, yeah. that's that's the only time you've ever handled a shovel in your life. Yes. Hundred percent. But yeah, yeah. You, know, you know, come on these job sites and. They all have dresses on and and gown and uh, suits on, and they're walking across areas that with their regular shoes that they shouldn't be. And then I love when I watch these home improvement shows too. You'll have all these home improvements, and you'll have these women and men on there that are that are the designers and stuff wearing flip flops on a construction site. I, I want to scream every time I see it. 
Uh, the things that make Doug uh, Doug's head explode, right? Yeah, but it's like they'll talk. They'll, they'll be wearing hard hats with flip flops. Uh, why? What's the purpose? You have more of a chance of stepping on a nail, stubbing your toe into something that's going to slice it off. And speaking of insurance, you might need insurance for that. State Farm signs a new multi-year partnership with Walt Disney World Resort, including sponsorship at Walt Disney World Resort. So, you, John, you have, they announced to the cast members you can get some special deals if you sign up for State Farm, if you work for Disney. Uh, I haven't heard anything now. But they're the official sponsor now, so State Farm. What's well, that? Car insurance, right? Yeah, uh, and homeowners. 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 And the, and the thing is, with homeowners insurance in Florida, it's so hard to get homeowners insurance. I'm pretty sure State Farm doesn't even cover anybody down here. I mean, usually you have to go with a fly-by-night company to get help, uh, homeowners insurance because of all the uh, hurricane claims over the last couple of years. You know? Yeah, well, that's crazy. So there's going to be an insurance company in Florida that won't represent you. That's ridiculous. Probably. Yeah, most likely. Uh, so, State Farm. Unless you're, you know, unless you live in one of these five hundred thousand dollar neighborhoods or half million dollar, you know, homes and stuff yeah. like that. So. With a thirty thousand dollar deductible. <laughs> exactly. State Farm and the Walt Disney World Company today announced new multi-year relationships spanning the Walt Disney World parks and resorts and Disney advertising sales business. Beginning this year, State Farm will sponsor Disney's Dreamers Academy at Walt Disney World Resort Good Neighbors Month celebration in September and the 2023 Walt Disney World Marathon Weekend. State Farm will also sponsor two new venues located in Walt Disney World State Farm Water, Waterview Park and Disney Springs at State Farm's Fieldhouse at Walt, at, at Walt Disney's Wide World Sports Complex. So they're going to be heavily involved. You're going to see State Farm everywhere at the parks now. Oh, super duper. Yeah, it says, in addition, State Farm will be presenting sponsors of upcoming Disney Park Plan Disney Podcast. You heard that, right? Disney Parks has their own podcast coming out. Oh! Yeah. Crash and burn. Yep. Uh, and presenting sponsors. I thought they already had their, uh, I thought they already had their one. It was called the uh, WDW Radio. Oh, oh, yeah. oh no, it's not. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good one there, John. Yeah, yeah, but he's gonna. I wonder. He's probably a little butt hurt. They didn't ask him to do the show for them. Disney Park, Disney. Maybe he did. (laughs) We don't know yet. No, I seen who the two announcers are going to be. I already seen all this. Disney Park Plan podcast and the presenting sponsor, popular five fantastic things to watch this weekend segment of the D twenty three Inside Disney podcast. So they're going to sponsor two podcasts. State Farm is honored to team up with Disney on an exciting new experience and opportunity that are only made possible with the good neighbors and a little magic, said Rand Herbert, Chief's Agency in Sales and Marketing of State Farm. So State Farm's going to be everywhere throughout the parks, kids. So maybe, John, some way, shape, or form, maybe you can get a deal on your car insurance if you're a Disney cast member. You know, they've always had sponsors out at Walt Disney World. I mean, all the way back, of course. And so there's always been sponsors everywhere. The funniest one I thought for a long, for, for quite a while was uh, uh, the Life Pavilion. What was the Wonder of Life Pavilion, right? Yeah. Um, at Epcot. It was sponsored at one time by MetLife. And MetLife was, uh, their uh, mascot was Snoopy. Yeah. And so it was bizarre to walk into Walt Disney World and see Snoopy on stuff, but there it was. So. Yeah, that is weird because, you know, he, I mean, he's not a Disney character. No, 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 no. That's Peanuts, Charles Schultz. Yeah. Nothing to do with it. So it was funky. 
Wah, 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 wah. <laughs> Doug talking about sports. Yes. That, that's, this is Carmen and Brian listening to me. Wah, 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 wah. Uh, hey, Johnny. Flavorful kitchens hosted by AmeriHealth. We got all the kitchens real quick. You want to go over them from the Epcot International Flower Garden Festival? Oh, sure. And then this is how we'll end the show. This will take the next half hour, 20 minutes. Uh, so what we have here, John, is, which was we were down last year, and me and my wonderful, beautiful wife, with you and your beautiful wife, and beautiful Judith and Tommy Lee, we enjoyed a lot of these kitchens last year. Speaking of, well, speaking really quick, speaking of my beautiful wife, Doug, I wanted to say something. I kept meaning to uh, to mention it, but uh, a big congratulations to Lisa. She's down almost 50 pounds from the last time you saw her last year. Um, she is uh, stuck, uh, stuck with her diet very uh, diligently and done a very good job. So uh, good job, honey. So. Bravo, yeah. Lisa. Great job. Great, yeah. great yeah. job. Yeah, she went to the doctor, and they said something about uh, the onset of free diabetes if she's not careful. And she went, oh, hell no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. Well, God bless her. God bless her. How's she, how's she feeling? Much better? Is she getting around much better, I would suspect? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's getting around a lot better. I mean, she's still going to have her shoulder problems and stuff like that. But uh, uh, the one one of the good aspects sure of it's helping her back. Yeah, one of the good things, uh, aspects of Disney is health insurance. I mean, yeah. uh, she has been able to... Uh, all the doctor visits that she's needed to get to and uh and mostly paid for through my insurance so it's it's really helped her out so well that is awesome congratulations lisa now eventually she only has to lose what do you weigh john uh yeah yeah get rid of another 195 (laughs) i'm only kidding john Uh, there's 18 outdoor and kitchen 18 outdoor kitchens this year including including Epcot's, Far- Epcot's Farmer's Feast with a rotating menu throughout the festival. Other new menus items can be found at Citrus Blossom, Magnolia Terrace, and the Tangerine Cafe Flavors of Medina, among others. So there's going to be one. Uh, the one uh, rot- the Farmer's Feast has a rotating menu. That's going to be pretty cool, John. Well, as long as this uh, festival is done, they're going to have to switch something out every once in a while. I mean, yeah. Especially when weather changes. Sometimes one thing's good at one time at the beginning of the festival, not good at the end. Yeah, because you're going to see, I mean, it's already warm out there today. It was 87. Uh, so, yeah, but uh, nonetheless, we're still going to have a couple of cool days. But, yeah, it's dramatically different than the end of the festival at what in June. So, yes. so we got Flavorful Kitchen hosted by Advent Health between him and imaginations and the refreshment port and they have a salmon looks pretty damn good on here but it's a grilled street corn on the cob with a savory garlic spread which yeah you can't go wrong with corn on the cob john and yeah, especially grilled corn on the cob and then they got this seared salmon with a ferraro risotto and a micro herb which sounds really really good and then a strawberry mousse with a chocolate crisp pearl but i'll tell you what this salmon looks really good john i wouldn't I mind trying that so, what do you think? You in for the salmon, John? Yeah, yeah. I always like a nice salmon dish and something different. I mean, the, the one we keep making at the house is the uh, maple glaze salmon from Canada that time. So, a different recipe would be nice. I have to give you that uh, mustard one I we do, John. I think you'd really like that. It's mustard with uh, wine. 
it has a wine reduction in on it's really good that sounds pretty tasty it is it's delicious it, it's the meal that my wife made me that made me start to eat salmon believe it or not because i was never a big salmon fan until she gave me that like eight ten years ago and i've been in love with it ever since you got sunshine griddle near test track presented by chevrolet uh you got a uh, Avocado toast with a mar- marinated toy box tomatoes. They're the new thing now, toy box tomatoes. And a toasted ciabatta, plant-based garden gravies. Uh, shrimp and grits, blackened shrimp and cheddar trees, cheddar tree, cheddar cheese grits with brown gravy and sweet corn salsa. Me and Brenda had that last year, which was really good. And then the corned beef brisket, ha- corned beef brisket hash with a house-made potato barrels, onion peppers, cheese curds and a soft poached egg with a tabasco hollandaise and then they got fried fried cinnamon roll bites with cream cheese frosting and canadian bacon which you know all that sounds pretty good it really does and the pictures look really good because i'll tell you what the shrimp was really good last year but this egg and all on this uh on this uh whatchamacallit uh the corned beef looks really good too john I'm not I gonna like go over beef to... hash. I like potatoes. I like eggs. I like hot sauce. So. Yeah. <laughs> this booth was really good last year because we got a couple things there and we enjoyed everything. It was a really good booth, and it's off the beaten path. Uh, well, I'm not gonna announce all the beverages like because it, it's Joffrey's Coffee, and this place has that Fruit Loop shake again. So if you want the beverages, hop online. We're just gonna do the food because John has to get home sometime. Honey Bistro, hosted by the National Honey Board. Let me guess. There's going to be honey involved here. Uh, <laughs> Topilo honey and sweet corn spoon bread and jalapeno bacon and house-made whipped honey butter. A lavender honey mustard marinade chicken flatbread with a whipped honey ricotta cheese, marinated vegetable and goat cheese. And then a wo- local wildflower honey macarone cheesecake with an orange blossom honey whipped cream, whipped honey. There's honey, honey, more honey, 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 honey. Crystallized honey, honeycomb, dehydrated honey, and a fennel pollen mandarin kiss. So, I'll tell you what, the first two look really good, John. Even the flatbread looks pretty good. Yeah, sounds good. And then we have the next booth is the Citrus Blossom near Port of Entry. And we have here, as things keep loading, Crispy Moho Marinated Pork Body. Pork buddy. <laughs> hey, porky buddy, let me cook you up. That's all, folks. Uh, crispy Maha marinated pork belly with an avocado cream corn salsa, salsa verde, and a plantain chips. Let me tell you, Judith called me up to first tell me she was angry at us because she's tired of hearing about COVID. She tunes in to us to be entertained, and she don't want to be depressed about COVID because we went over the whole COVID deal with masks last week. But then she said she loved my uh, Elmer Fudd and all. It cracked her up, so it brought us back to the good side, John. Okay, good. Well, we played the gamut there. Yes. Uh, you got the crispy pork belly. You got a tuna tataki bowl with a spicy yuzo glaze, mango avocado, and a papadam crisp. And then you got a grapefruit tart. I, w- I want the pork belly, John. It looks really good. Moho marinated pork belly with avocado. Yeah, that sounds pretty good. Yeah. Corn salsa. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, refreshment port near Canada. I got this one. House made Italian sausage and pepper poutine. But, Doug, it's plant-based. Uh, I'm not in. It don't even look that appealing <laughs> either, does it, John? 
<laughs> no, that does not look like any sausage I've ever seen. No. It looks like sawdust is what it looks like. And even what... the fries look uncooked, don't they? They're they're the whitest fries I've ever seen. <laughs> that does not look very good. No, but seriously, that sausage does not look like sausage at all. And if it doesn't look like sausage, that no, seriously tastes like sausage. But hey, knock yourself out. Pineapple promenade, John. I got this one. I got a couple of these last year. Spicy hot dog with pineapple chutney and plantain chips. (laughs) Hot dog, buddy. Hot dog. So, and then a Dole Whip. Why are you going to tell me? plant-based. Yeah, why are you going to tell me that? (laughs) If I'm too stupid to know it, don't tell me. That's like telling me that beer is plant-based. No kidding, really? (laughs) Trowel and trellis hosted by Impossible. Go ahead, John. All right. Grilled baby vegetables with hummus cream and red pepper coolie. Uh, oh my goodness, that has three of them. It's gluten, wheat friendly, plant based, and a garden graze. Oh boy. Impossible sausage and kale soup. Boneless, impossible Korean short rib. <laughs> How does that even make any sense? If it's, if it's plant based, there was no bone in it in the first place. Therefore, it's not boneless. John, I have no words. All I know is I'm running right by. This whole deal. They even tell as you as fast cho- as I possibly can. Yeah, they're even the chocolate cake with the whipped c- mousse. They're telling you that's plant based too. No crap. It has raspberry. <laughs> John. I mean, come on. Refreshment outpost, Johnny. Uh, pineapple skewer with tajine seasoning and a uh, tangerine soft serve. Wow, pineapple skewer on a stick. I mean, that's okay if you know you need a refresher and it's like a buck twenty five somewhere, but I don't think it's going to be a buck twenty five. If I have a drink and I they forgot to put the pineapples in, the only way I'm going to come buy this, John. Uh, what do we got? Uh, what's up next here? Oh, yeah. There we go. Now we have food. Go ahead. The Bauer Market Farmer's Market at Journey. Yeah. You got uh, potato pancakes with house night applesauce. Uh, you got a potato pancake with caramelized ham, onions, and herb sour cream. You get a toasted pretzel bread topped with black forest ham and melted Gruyere cheese. Warm tree strudel with mixed berries. Now, the toasted pretzel bread, it doesn't sound that exciting, but it certainly looks good. So, uh, I'm in for all these, dude. I would eat all these because the pretzel bread is more like a bowl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's what it looks like, doesn't it? Yeah. 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 And but then, uh, well, I mean, this is all, they have a lot of this every year, but I'm still in for it all. It's all good stuff. It stick to your ribs, fill you up kind of stuff. Oh, that's good German food. Potato yeah. pancakes. Yeah, that's always good. Well, here's the beverages here. you got a Hugo Lager, a premium Pilsner, a Raspberry Rattler, and an Apple Swan. Apple Swan? Well, Sparkling get... wine and apple liqueur and a beer flight. Yeah, I would get the Hugo Lager, the pretzel, and a couple of these, and I'd be sitting over getting fat on a bench. Yeah, speaking German. Yeah. The Magnolia Terrace at the American Adventure, John. I'm in. Yeah, Southern... You've got this last year we were there. I think I hit all three of these. Yeah, I think, we, yeah, I think we did. I think we did too. The Southern Seafood Boil Shrimp Mussel Crawfish. You bought me this last year, the Seafood Boil. Crawfish, potato corn, and the aioli sausage. And then they got the spicy chicken gumbo with the andouille sausage and, a, and Ben's original long grain wild rice, which is new. And the grilled oysters and the Cajun butter. You're in for that. I know that, John. Oh, I love oysters, so yeah, absolutely. And they were actually really good last year. And from what I remember, they weren't that bad because uh, I think you got three or four and it was like five bucks. And oysters run 
uh, at least around here, buck fifty, buck twenty-five, buck fifty a piece anyway. So yeah. it wasn't that bad. Yeah, and you liked them last year, so. Oh yeah, I really liked them. House made Boudin bites featuring Vans Original and then Pecan Praline. So, uh, what do we got up next? Tangerine Cafe, John, your wife's favorite, right? Yeah, well, not when they don't have the stuff that she wants, but uh, Mediterranean flatbread with sitar, artichokes, olives, mozzarella, and feta cheese, and a vanilla, rosewater, and pistachio panna cotta. Well, you know, that that doesn't sound that bad. I mean, it would be worth, worth taking a look at anyway. Yeah, I would try it. La- yeah, it sounds better than your uh, baklava that you had here, right? So. Yeah, dude, that baklava was like eating a piece of cardboard with powdered sugar on it. At least they put powdered sugar on it. Yeah, that was about the only savior. La Isla Fresca between Morocco and France. This looks like it has some interesting stuff. Arapas topped with melted queso fresco. Arapia topped with shrimp, crushed avocado, and tomato sauce. The shrimp looks pretty good. The rapa topped with chorizo, which is new. And then the coconut tres leche. Vanilla cake soaked in oat milk, almond milk, coconut milk. I'm not in the milk, dude. I'm at Epcot. It's 95 degrees out. But it does look tasty. It looks really good. But I get the shrimp and call it a day here, John. How about you? Uh, I, I like a, I like arepas and I like chorizo, so I'd probably go with that one. Well, Brenda was if Brenda wanted to try it, I would. Epcot's Farmer Feast near Test Track, John. What do we got here? Early bloom menu available March 2nd through April 9th. So I guess this is the one they're going to be changing out. Yeah. Uh, chilled potato and leek soup, uh, vichoise with ch- chive oil and crispy leeks, char-grilled bison ribeye. There you go. Mm. With creamy leek fondue, roasted carnival, cauliflower, Rom- Romanesco, and port wine goat cheese butter. That looks and really good. Go- yeah, that sounds really good. And a goat cheese cr- creamsicle pop. Goat cheese, cream, yeah. orange cream, olive oil cake, cranberry sauce, and praline. That's like two things that should never be said in a set, sentence. Goat cheese, cream, sickle, pop. Yeah. Uh, Goat cheese is a very uh, pungent, like, strong cheese. and I mean, it, yeah, I don't, that's another one I don't know if – and I guess that's why they're only having it through April. That's definitely not one you want in summer. I can't I, – yeah, yeah. I mean, I like goat cheese. I just can't imagine eating it when it's hot. So. No. Then they got the springtime menu available April 10th through May 21st. Grilled vegetable bruschetta with a marinated pepper, zucchini, squash, artichoke, goat cheese, balsamic glaze on a grilled ciabatta. And then they got herb-crusted spring lamb with marble potatoes and spring vegetable. Hold on, Presley's going nuts and he keeps knocking my door open and I need it shut and I can't get to it, John. Uh, the herb crusted spring lamb with marble potatoes, spring vegetables, and red wine butter sauce. A strawberry rhubarb upside down cake with cream frosh whipped cream. Thanks for finishing that for me, Johnny. No problem. <laughs> Dog came barreling through like the idiot that he is. He has to be in here, but then has to bark when anything goes on. The grilled vegetable bruschetta looks pretty good. What do you think? Uh, you know what's got me. Herb crusted spring lamb with marble taters mm-hmm. and a red wine butter sauce. Yes, sir. Yeah, you know me with lamb. I'm weird with it. And then you got the I don't summer. Know if that's weird. That's just the <laughs> some people don't like it. Yeah, I just feel <laughs> like it's it's precious. I don't want to eat it. It's weird. I don't know what it is. <laughs> I try not to think about how cute they are. <laughs> yeah. Uh, summer solace. Sol- 
what solista menu solstice solstice menu available may 22nd through july 4th tomato and cornbread panazilla with a burrata cheese and fresh basil barbecue seared pork tenderloin with a summer succotash herb butter and a grapefruit vinaigrette i was in it i i the grapefruit better be fresh and good dude <laughs> Uh, yeah, the grapefruit's so bitter, man. Yeah. I, I don't, yeah, I just, I don't know. Uh, it sounds really good until that point, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, I might tell them to leave the grapefruit off. I mean, it, it, like, if it's perfect, you understand what I'm saying? But, oh, well, it looks like you could, you don't have to eat it. You could take the tenderloin right off the top there, the way it serves. So, you could move it aside. So, you're okay. And a whole lot of melon, feta cheesecake, watermelon curd, pickled watermelon rind, watermelon caramel. And a compressed watermelon. I mean, it. Lo- I mean, it looks better than what it, it sounds like. It's a lot of work for what you get, but it looks delicious. But it sounds. Yeah, weird. I like watermelon. Yeah, I like watermelon. That's definitely summertime. So. Yeah. What's the next one, Johnny? Uh, let's go with the Fighter House uh, BLT scone with new Eskies applewood, smoked bacon, sun-dried tomato, and basil, or a dark chocolate raspberry tart with whipped cream. And I think we'll be skipping this one, right? Yes. Ooh, there it is. Go ahead. Northern Bloom in Canada. Seared scallops with French green beans, butter, potatoes, brown butter vinaigrette, apple with smoked bacon, beef tenderloin tips, mushroom bordelais sauce, and whipped potatoes with garden vegetables, and a griddled maple pound cake with warm peach compote on sweet corn gelato. I'm in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll just take all three, please. Yes, I'm always. See, I'll, I'll even try that uh, the dessert because that sounds good. So. Yeah, Northern Blooms. Uh, I've never seen that a loser of you. No, I, I, honestly, I can't tell you. I mean, other than sometimes the tenderloin fillet uh, from, from Canada being a little over overdone, um, but uh, it's still edible and still definitely ate it all. I mean, Canada's always consistent with their with the uh, tastiness of their food. Hundred percent. I'm always in. I'm always in with uh, Canada. Uh, what do we got next, Johnny? Jardin de Fiestas, enchilada de mole negro, chipotle chicken, and a corn tortilla with mole negro, avocado mousse, cream of mexicano, and queso fresco. Paco Vampiro. Ooh, I just like the name of that. Barbacoa I'll have a taco Vampiro, <laughs> please. A taco Vampiro. Uh, Barbosca, bar, barbacoa beef and a corn tortilla. Oh, lost duck. With crispy grilled Monterey Jack cheese, salsa ranchera, and esquites. And a tostado de chorizo. Plant-based. Oh, you lost me. It's not chorizo then. It's some kind of plant crap. Yes, it is. Uh, we'll go to China here, which is Lotus House. We got a spicy mala chicken skewer. I would try it because it's new. And then these are always good house mound, house mound, house made cheesy crab wontons. They're pretty good. They were okay last year. I don't think I tried them there. So yeah, I like pretty, wontons, but yeah, they were pretty good, John. And the the spicy mala chicken skewers, I would try them. They look really good. They look like uh, hush puppies, actually, the way the picture looks. Actually, I think they put the wrong picture on there because that's, yeah, that's a premier, premier kitchen character. too. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. yep. So, wrong picture there, slicks. Yeah, the, uh, yeah, they're fried risotto balls. I was going to say that they look like hush puppies. The fried risotto <laughs> balls resemble hush puppies. So, so I'm not going nuts. The screen didn't have it, right, John? Yeah, they, seen, they doubled yeah. the they doubled the pictures. They didn't yeah. put the right picture from Mexico. 
Uh, Arasini fried ro- risotto balls stuffed with braised beef served with grape tomato salad and balsamic almusion. Almusion. They're very good, John. And the raviola al bascalala, sweet sausage ravioli with sweet corn, spring vegetables, and cream sauce. I think you're in for both of them, aren't you, John? Absolutely. And then the cream-filled Italian donut with raspberry sauce and powdered sugar. The bombolini. Uh, yeah, all that sounds pretty good. You have to tell me, though, why all of a sudden Italy has – their prices are – uh, four to five dollars more than anywhere else in the last two or three festivals. Um, well, I don't know. The prices aren't here, thank goodness. Yeah. So we're not getting sick because it's probably twenty-seven dollars <laughs> an entree at this point now. Oh. Hanimi, Japan. This is one of my favorites last year. The frushi was out of this world, John. Yeah, you would think you wouldn't like it, but you, you, it's actually really good, isn't it? Oh, me and Brendan, me got it like three possibly four times last year because <laughs> it's not overpowering it was hot days it was really good like it was a nice it, we we had it like dessert you know oh yeah yeah and, nice little sweet touch and uh and still don't feel guilty so. no because it seems healthy the frushy strawberry pineapple cantaloupe wrapped in a sweet rice and pink soy wrap served with whipped cream berry sauce and a toasted coconut and then the chicken yakitori chicken yakitori chicken Grilled chicken and scallions, red peppers, shui emulsion, and a pickled onion. We got that last year, too. It was really good. And then we also got the beef takatai. What is it? Beef takatai. 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 Seared sirloin with red shishi sauce, shiso sauce, and a watermelon radish and sprouts. Because we got all three of these last year, and they were really good, John. Yeah, yeah, all that does sound pretty good. And, uh, and scallions, red chiso sauce, all that. Yeah. So, uh, you want to read France? Oh, sure. Fleur de lis. Croissant à fameuse de chèvre, herbs à la poutre, croissant, croissant. With goat croissant, with goat cheese, herbs, and roasted garlic. That just sounds so much easier. Yeah. Uh, pan pan bagnette. The Nisa sandwich with house-made bread, albacore, tuna, mayonnaise, tomato, black olives, lettuce, and celery. I want to try you know, that. I want to try that. Why do you put celery in there? I can't stand celery. But I want to uh, try that. On, as long as it's cool out, I'd be scared to death if it was smoking hot out. Yeah, it's, it's a it's a sandwich. So I don't, yeah, it's got yeah. I mean, it's got tuna mayonnaise. So yeah, yeah I guess so. sitting around, uh, dude. I want that fresh. If everything better yeah. taste chilled when I'm eating that, or it's going back. I'm not biting into a warm mayonnaise and tuna. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, you've got a French green lentil salad with bacon and garlic sausage. That sounds yeah, as long good. as that's not uh, as long as that's not plant based. No, it's and not. a and a caramel beignet. Ooh, uh, caramelized beignet filled with. Vanilla cream and glazed with car- caramel flay de salt, which is, uh, I think that's sea salt. So, ooh, that sounds pretty yummy. It looks delicious, too. It looks like a donut. Oh, yeah. It looks like a glazed donut, but it looks fantastic. Uh, what's the next one we got, John? I don't know. My page funnel lost cake, me. Funnel cake. We got strawberry funnel cake. You got Droffy's coffee, which all their specials. And I think that's it, John. Yeah, yeah, sounds about it. And the same festival, but it sounds, I, I like the different options. I like that they're, I wish they would do more booths where they change some of the options. Like, they should do it as they see it not selling. Like, Northern Bloom and, and certain ones, they're always selling. But 
If you have a booth that things aren't moving, switch it off. Like, why does it have to be set in stone that you got to keep serving stuff people don't want? Yeah, and I, I wouldn't mind uh, uh, some kind of uh, seafood booth where it was catch of the day. Yeah. You know, uh, whatever came fresh right off of the yeah. boat from Cape Canaveral or from over in Tampa, uh, St. Pete area, and you, and you just, uh, oh, look, we got a great deal on halibut. Or, well, you're going to get halibut here, what am I saying? But you got, <laughs> you got a great deal on uh, on snapper. You know, you got a great deal on grouper today. You got a great deal on um, on uh, uh, mackerel. It, it would be interesting to just have a, a, a great catch of the day type thing. Oh, 100%. I am all in. Anything new, I'm in. Hey, dude, production officially wraps on Indiana Jones 5. You excited about that? I'm hopeful. Uh, I, was, I was drastically disappointed with part four, even though I lied to my family and told them I really liked it. But <laughs> I couldn't admit it. I was horrified. But uh, hopefully hopefully, part five is, is back in touch with the uh, uh, true Indiana Jones. So. Uh, and secondary market may indicate Secondary market may indicate social media influencers are reselling Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser merchandise from their three-day media voyage. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. yeah, really? Yeah, they bought some stuff and sold it. Go figure. And, and if it's media, some of that media stuff is only available at that, at that event. So, yeah. I mean... Uh, you, you see what uh, stuff like Comic-Con stuff goes for, you know? Yeah. I mean, some of these uh, only Comic-Con only pop figures and stuff are worth hundreds of dollars, if not thousands. So, Yeah, it's crazy. And I don't know. There's a bunch of new merchandise around, so, but I held you long enough, John. I know you got to get home to eat your dinner. You had a long day. How was the bus? Any troubles this week? Uh, did the half marathon today, uh, so uh, Princess Half Marathon, that was crazy. Uh, once again, people, I cannot tell you again, uh, try not to come on a, on a race weekend. If you do come on a race weekend and you know it's a half marathon or a marathon, just go ahead and sleep in. Uh, sleep in until 10 o'clock, get up and go to your bus stop at 10.30. You won't have any problems at all. All the traffic is cleared out by that time. But if you're one of these people that has to do rope drop, like I am, uh, go to Animal Kingdom or go to Hollywood Studios. Do not go to Epcot or the Magic Kingdom. Just don't do it. It's it's you're wasting your entire morning. So No. Oh. That's good advice, John. I pulled into French Quarter and guys just griping and griping and griping at me. And there's been three Hollywood studio buses and there hasn't been a single Magic Kingdom bus. I dude, I don't know what to tell you. He's caught in traffic. What are you wanting to do? I mean <laughs> he can't magically be here. No. I mean there are thousands of people trying to get over there right now there's just nothing you can do so and then they all went to hollywood studios and it says here star wars rise of the resistance failed to open again today (laughs) yeah how true i mean me and my buddy kent were on the phone talking about how great the sixers look today and we were talking about disney a little bit and he was asking me what's going on because he's thinking about going down with his son and stuff and i was telling him about how lightning lane and all that is and he said, yeah, great adventure as a foreman at two. And I was telling yeah. him about how I think that uh, being they put monetary values on these rides, if they're shut down, you should get money back for your day because it's not worth it. Because I, I even brought the athletes in it. Like like with these guys taking days off, I, I think if, a, if you go to a game and you pay for Sixer tickets and Joel Embiid ain't playing, you should get a portion of your ticket back. 
I mean, would you really go if he wasn't playing? Like, go into a Tampa Bay game when Brady was there, and all of a sudden he's not starting. Is your ticket worth what it was? No, I mean, yeah, I mean, if especially you, you come down to the playoffs, and then they all uh, they all like to take that seventeenth week off, and then yeah. you know, but I mean, I guess you know it by that time. But you know, you show up, and I don't know. I think back to a couple of years ago, Doug, when the the Gators uh, they didn't make it to a big bowl game. Well, no, that was it was I think it was the Sugar Bowl or something, but it was that year of the first year of COVID, and when they got there to play Oklahoma, half the team didn't show up. Uh, they just didn't want to play. They didn't want to take any chances of getting COVID. They didn't want to get hurt and not, then hurt their draft status or and all this. And then the team just ended up looking horrible and getting their butts kicked. So, yeah, that would be incredibly disappointing if you had traveled from Florida to go to the, the big bowl game and then got hotel rooms and the whole thing and then your team didn't even show up. So. Yeah, and you should get something back or be able to turn your ticket because you're not paying for the same thing. It's like a bait and switch. It would be like going to the movies. And all of a sudden, you get there, and it's a different movie plan. Oh, we're we're gonna give you just the previews today. You're not getting the whole game, your whole movie. Uh, what? I'll let you go after this though. Construction walls erect along the Grand Floridian walkway to the Magic Kingdom. Green construction walls have cur- curiously been erected about halfway down the walkway connecting the Grand Floridian Resort and Spa to the Magic Kingdom. They're trying to ask what I think it'll be. Know what I think it's gonna be? I think it's gonna be. Sec- I think it's gonna be a security check. Maybe, maybe, maybe they'll get smart like they did the other way, and maybe they'll check your bags and stuff way back there, walking over from there, and get that done. Wouldn't that make sense? Yeah, it would because then you'd be able to. Because right now they have you going through the same uh, entry as the boats, so yes. you can get a little bit backed up with a, a boat, a boat unloading, and then people walking through. So yeah, put up a, like a the same uh, point they do have with the contemporary when people walk through the contemporary you can you get a check right there so yeah they should do the same thing they should have it where you come around too and maybe like a fence walks you straight up to an entry at the line that you've already been bag checked for if you find right, it. right. Yep. yeah so hopefully it's something like that i wouldn't be surprised if it's a maybe it's a place to buy some food and drinks <laughs> while you're waiting outside john Oh, it would be a great place yeah. to have a coffee stand in the morning yep. and then maybe a, a cold beer on the way back. So, yeah. Yeah, a maybe place. a Joffrey well, stand's going yeah. there. Put a Joffrey's right in there. It'd be great. Yep, so that's what's going up there. They're building something. There's lumber and stuff there, so I know it's going to be some kind of uh, some kind of building. So, Anywho, Johnny, that's going to be about it. I'm going to let you go because I could keep finding stuff. There's a bunch and bunch and bunch of new merchandise and you guys want to see the Galactic Star Cruiser, it really looks awesome. They have all the cast members in there. Nobody's wearing a mask. I will say this. This entire cast preview inside this building that I'm watching right now, not a single cast member or anybody has a mask on. Some of the guests do. But all the cast members, none of them are wearing a mask. And, uh, but the technology, and, and they really did a fantastic job. They have a bunch of characters up on the bridges and stuff like that inside this the ship. So it... it they did an awesome job. Not worth six thousand dollars, but they did an awesome job. And that's six grand, and that's not including alcohol, I don't think, John. Which I would need lots of alcohol if I spent six grand on this. And <laughs> you have to almost put it in intravenously. I mean, yes. at that point, yeah, <laughs> make me forget. Make yeah. me forget. I'd have to have me a Wookie flask. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, John. <laughs> uh, but anyhow, please, guys, if you could head over to iTunes and leave us a review, we'd really, really appreciate it. And everybody be kind to one another and we will and 
thoughts and prayers going out. I don't want to really get into this, but thoughts and prayers going out, everything going on overseas and this crazy war stuff going on. So just praying for everybody. I don't want to get into it, but just pray for everybody. Right, John? I agree, but uh, I'll be a little more controversial. Go, go Ukraine. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> exactly, but 100%. Yeah. But you, that's why I'm saying thoughts or prayers for this crazy yeah. war, because it should have never been started. So No. But the bottom line is just thoughts and prayers for the poor people over there, and, you know, be thankful every day you have. You know what I'm saying, Johnny? You got it. So everybody be kind to one another. Be safe. Be careful. Have a great work week, and we will talk to you soon. Say goodbye, John. Bye-bye, folks. Have a magical week. A magical week from both of us. Later, Johnny. See you. That's it, guys. We're going to hop off our stools and pay our tabs and get on out of here. If you guys could, could you please head over to iTunes if you enjoy the show and leave us a review. We'd really appreciate it. Even if you don't, we'd really appreciate it. Also, you can head over to Twitter and find John at Beer Solo. You can find me at Grumpy6767. You can find us both at WDW Main Street on Twitter and Facebook. Also, head over to Podbeam and check out WDW Main Street, and you can find all our sponsors there. Everybody be kind to one another. We will talk to you real soon. Bye, guys.